Welcome to Thinking Into Success. I'm Dr. J.A. Jones, your spiritual coach, encourager, and friend. I'm here to help you find spiritual solutions to real problems. Each week, we deliver solutions to issues you're facing in life or someone you care about. Let's get started. Welcome. I'm glad you are here. Welcome back to this podcast where we are endeavoring to help you to find spiritual solutions to real problems. In our society, we do have many problems. Today, it's about parenting. It's about parents, actually. What every parent should know about ACEs. What do I mean by ACEs? That means adverse childhood experiences. We all have been there, whether we recognize it or not. It could have been directly or indirectly. And today's podcast is about how I can help parents to parent better. We have a term in our society, children raising children, children having children, which probably means that this particular child does not have the experience or the age behind them to be able to rear or train a child in the way they should go in life. So I want to clarify several things as we go forward. This principle tells us this, train up a child in the way he should go And when he is old, he will not depart from it. He will not depart from what? Training, developing, helping, showing, demonstrating, teaching our children. That person should teach their child, demonstrate great character, responsibility, spiritual principles before their child or with their children. It's important because we are in a technological age. You can find anything out on the computer, which means the internet, Google, YouTube, whatever platform, there are so many ways to be able to find things out about any subject or any situation. Now, as it relates to parenting, parenting is key to our society because as the child goes, the community goes, relationship go, cities are built, nations and states are being constructed and the world. So it always starts with an individual. But what every parent should know about ACEs is very important. We are destroyed for the lack of knowledge. We are destroyed in life. Knowledge is a commodity. Knowledge is very important to have in hand. Now, there are all types of knowledge. So today it's about equipping parents to have the right knowledge about parenting. Now, as I just stated, knowledge is one thing. 
but understanding the knowledge that you gain or get, it's a whole nother ball game. It's a whole nother dynamic. It's a whole nother thing because people can get knowledge, but that doesn't mean they will apply what they get. You can have a key in your hand to open your car door, but if you never use the key for that particular door, it is useless. It's just something that looks good in your hand, but it has not been applied for its intended purpose. That is to open your car door or to turn on your vehicle so you can go down the road. Knowledge is very, very important in parenting as it relates to ACEs. One other principle tells us, if you lack wisdom, ask God. Because God will give it to you generously. He will not withhold from you. Because God is a giver. God is the one. I'm not talking about a God. I'm talking about the God. The God of all creation. The one that created you and the one that created me. Because we do have problems in parenting. We do have young parents in their teens. We have other parents that are in their 20s. They're, they are beginning to have children or go to the place and get checked to see whether they're pregnant or not. You have parents in their 30s and 40s and so on. But the key here is that a parent must, they must know how to parent because in order for them to be parenting effectively, they have to understand what adverse childhood experiences mean. Now, I have a study. I have some information in front of me. I'm always studying myself. I'm a student in life. I'm a student. I will never outgrow becoming or being a student for sure. Now, I have a study in front of me. I have some information from a particular website called Mind Kind Mom. Mindkindmom.com. I thought it was very relevant to this podcast today in helping parents to know about ACEs in order for them to be more effective in their parenting ways or skills or abilities, however you look at it. Now, I am a aceovercomers.org certified facilitator in order to help you with certain programs, whether you're a parent or not. So I want you to know that as we go forward and I talk about that later on. Here we go. Dr. Vincent Folletti and Dr. Robert Anda in their pioneering adverse childhood experiences ACE study demonstrated the indisputable evidence how adverse childhood experiences negatively affect a child right up to his adult life. They also showed that childhood trauma was very common. It happened in normal middle class and upper class homes, not just the homes of the lower classes. And I believe so for sure. It happens to everybody because we are all humans. And we are all subject to failure, subject to issues, subject to problems, whether it's directly or indirectly. 
So we got to understand ACEs and how the emotional experiences of a child affect their physical and mental health, even as adults. There are so many people today that are suffering from ACEs and they do not know it. That's why we are destroyed because of the lack of the right information that we need to know. This is what Proverbs tells us. Proverbs chapter 2 verse 6. For the Lord gives wisdom. From his mouth comes knowledge and understanding. Wow. We do need to get wisdom as parents. And it comes from scripture. It comes from his mouth. The knowledge, but also the understanding in how to apply the knowledge. What are adverse childhood experiences? I'm glad you asked the question. Many people don't know what ACE apostrophe S stands for or without the apostrophe S, I believe. But either way, ACEs is real. Adverse childhood experiences are events in a child's life which are stressful. It could be one off incident, but it is usually a series of events, experiences that happens over a longer period. Sometimes the conditions last one's entire life. Really, entire childhood, and it rolls over into their life. Now, the types of experiences which could cause a child trauma, stress, are physical, sexual, emotional abuse, physical and emotional neglect, violence against a loved one, a mother or sibling, substance abuse, alcoholic parents or parents on drugs, mental illness, death of a close family, divorce or separation of parents, and a parent who has been incarcerated. All of these things, plus many more that I have not shared with you, will impact a child. Now, besides these, we know both physical and emotional, which may not be so apparent, nonetheless are deeply wounding. What causes toxic stress in a child is the seemingly unending series of negative situations with no resolution in sight, without a doubt. There is no escape. The child cannot protest or express his needs. This leads to devastating consequences on a child's long-term mental and physical health. Now, that child is one year old. You have to change their diaper. You have to give them a bottle so they can drink water or milk. They are helpless. They need a parent. They need an adult to help them to put on their shoes, to help them and encourage them to walk. So what I'm saying is, and what I believe this article is sharing with us, is that when a child is experiencing toxic stress, it's can be an ongoing and a non-resolution 
to that situation as a child because they are absorbing the environment. They are absorbing what is said, what they see, and what they are told to do, good or bad. They don't know any better yet, but as they grow older and they get to that stage of awareness, then they may know that this is wrong and this is right, what I have been taught. Here's a principle to help us. I'm going to give you some science because science is good, but scripture is better. I'm going to tell you why. The principle tells us this. In Psalms 139, I will praise you for I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Marvelous are your works and that my soul knows very well. You must know that you have been created by God. All of the intelligence, the ability, the know-how, the research, the findings that you come up with, the creative ideas or inventions, anything that comes to your brain and it comes through your thought life or your thought life comes up with it, it comes from God. And what people have a tendency to do is take it for themselves as if they did it. Now, yes, you have done it, but not without the help of God, for sure. So you always must attribute your success at any level to God, at work, at home, in your relationships, or whatever you choose to do. You cannot do nothing without God's help. God created mankind with the ability to research, to study, to come up with science as it relates to the effects of our brain and body. Now, they compile data or data, depends on where you come from, from clinical trials to help humanity. Now, what do I mean by clinical, clinical trials? They are a type of research that studies new tests and treatments and evaluates their effects on human health outcomes. So you got to understand that what I'm getting ready to share with you and what I have shared in the past, it is a God-given ability. And there are times when people come up with solutions or they come up with a certain outcome or a vaccine or a so-called cure. And a lot of times it's a band-aid because God is the real cure for your life. God is the real deal. The principles of God's word will overcome every problem and solve every problem that you have had is having or will have in the near future. Now, let's go forward. There's a person in the Bible, St. Luke. It's one of the Gospels. Dr. Luke, I call him. He wrote the Gospel of Luke. He was a physician. There we are. And he did a lot of studies. And matter of fact, he was not necessarily one of the original one apostles, but probably one of the 70. It depends on who tells you and what you're studying, okay? But he may also have accompanied the Apostle Paul or St. Paul on his missionary journeys. Now, let's talk about the effects 
of the brain and body. I just share with you several things from a biblical perspective, as well as Luke himself being a doctor. Now, when a young child is exposed to continuous stress where supportive adults are absent, either physically or emotionally, his brain systems get overloaded. His body's natural homostasis gets compromised. The body is in a state of constant fright, flight, and freeze, as some people say it. The stress hormones like adrenaline, cortisol, flood the body continuously and cause uh, allostatic load. Since a child's brain and body is still developing, they are just not equipped to handle this kind of burden. It is a real burden. It is a real problem when a child is under toxic, constant stress from those experiences that I have shared with you, the ACEs experiences. Now, scientific study has shown that chronic stress significantly changes a child's brain development. Consequently, these impairments influence the way a child is able to learn, play, and grow. A traumatized child is unable to regulate their emotions. They are always in hypervigilant. This is not only affects their outlook of the world and their relationships, it also affects their body regulatory systems. Subsequently, they end developing a series of health issues like asthma, skin infections, and a host of other illnesses due to an impaired ability to self-soothe and emotionally regulate, they turn to drugs, alcohol, food, or other negative habits. Eventually, these behaviors and inflammation caused from a toxic childhood cause later health problems, including diabetes, diabetes, some people say, cancer, heart, lung and kidney disease, arthritis, and other things, okay? It's an endless list of other potential health problems. There's a big problem in our society as it relates to how all of these issues can affect a child and then affect them as an adult still. It's incredible. I had a friend or person I was talking to they had drama in the family. They had issues in their relationship as a husband and wife. And they said to me, their son was in the house and their son saw their father drive up and the son was going out to meet the father. And as his father was in the car, he shot himself right in front of the son. And the mom ran out the house. She heard a loud bang. And she saw the result of what happened. I think that son, I don't know, he could have been 
12 or 13 or could have been 10 years old. I can't remember the age that was spoken to me. But from that point on, he developed asthma. He had no symptoms, no asthmatic issues until that time. From that point on, he developed asthma. He could hardly breathe certain times of the day because of that traumatic, toxic experience. ACEs are real. Definitely. Now, what are the consequences of ACEs? It is well documented now that childhood abuse compromises a child's physical, emotional, and spiritual development. Growing up in a home where one's sense of safety is compromised daily affects one's view of the world. As an adult, one is ill-equipped with the skills to navigate life. Thus, most abused and neglected kids turn to some kind of escape like drugs, alcohol, unhealthy situations, or relationships. The common history of delinquents and criminals in a childhood abuse without loving, caring adults, a child cannot know right from wrong. Not then, but later they do. But eventually, they may not still know. Now, they're in a state of reactivity. They're just reacting, not responding because of the trauma, because of the child abuse, because of the issues they experienced that they felt and they seen as they were growing up. Now, it's definitely well documented that a history of childhood abuse or family violence is the usually the precursor of later violence. Now, that's according to a noted psychologist, Alice Miller. Here's what she said. Child abuse, like beating and humiliating, not only produces unhappy children, not only destructive teenagers and abusive parents, but thus also a confused, irrationally functioning society. Probably going to agree with most of that for sure. Because as a counselor myself, as a teacher, professor, preacher, advocate, a mentor, and many other things that I have accomplished and done in society, a public speaker, I have spoke to literally thousands, if not hundreds of thousands of people over the years. I have seen many of these things voiced to me privately, publicly, as a testimony. This is where they were, but this is not where they are today because of scripture, because of maturity, because of God's word, because of salvation, because of being delivered, because they got the right insight or they got the right information. Now they are applying the truth about who they really are in life because the way they used to live is not where they are living today. That was in the past. So they found a way through scripture to be able to overcome the odds, overcome the obstacles 
that they faced as a child, now they have their right mind, they're sane, they're strong in their belief. They are almost like a totally different person. So things can change. Yes, they are, there are consequences of ACEs for sure. Now, resilience and parenting, let's talk about that because the podcast is about helping parents to understand ACEs, really helping them to know that they need to know about adverse childhood experiences. Now, to change the landscape of human development, one needs to address the way we bring up our children. As it relates to resilience and parenting, more than half of us have an ACE score of at least five and above. That's crazy. A large number of us were emotionally and physically abused, maybe not in very apparent ways. Nevertheless, this makes us vulnerable to enacting our past traumas. Many of us swear that we would not become like our uncaring mother or verbally abusive father. However, history has a way of repeating itself when we are triggered by life's unending stresses. That is so true. Some people have voiced to me, I am not going to be like my uncle. I'm not going to be like my father or like my mother or like anybody that I grew up with that was atrocious, that were degrading or said or did some things that were like, wow, I can't believe I saw that. I can't believe they did that. But it will repeat itself if you don't put the right information in, the, in your way and apply it. You're going to find yourself repeating the cycle. It's a choice in the matter. Now, we don't want to pass on the wrong thing to the next generation. Many a time I have to deal with issues myself, without a doubt. I wanted to commit suicide. I was depressed at one point in my life, actually more than once. I was very angry as a young man and I took it out on my family until I realized the truth about the past and the truth about who I am as a man, as a father, as a husband, as a leader. So once I came to that knowledge of the truth, that particular knowledge made me free. I became liberated through scripture and I have not looked back up to this point. Now, that doesn't mean I'm not tempted any longer to go back there or to think in that particular mindset. But every day I'm renewing my mind according to the truth about who I am today in all of those situations or in all of those relationships. And I am better every day because of it. Now, as we go forward to help you to understand how parents can implement resilience and help children to be more resilient in their lives and how parents must understand the consequences, the effects on the brain and the body and helping them to know that they can be a better parent when they are knowledgeable about childhood experiences, adverse childhood experiences. Now, Knowledge is power. Somebody said that. It is. But knowledge applied is really power. 
Because you can get the knowledge, and if you do not apply it, it does you no good. How can we help children to develop resilience? They need support from parents, the right support. They need loving care. I'm talking about really loving care. They need to understand that they can overcome their past, but it's up to the current parents to get help themselves. So they will not pass down damage information and examples to children because children will take it and run with it. They would take it to the next level. They would take that information and they will use it because hurt people hurt people. If they see other people hurt and then if they take on that same mindset, they may think that the world is meant to hurt people. So they just perpetuate the same cycle and not come clearly into the knowledge of the truth. Let me give you some principles about the importance of getting information as well. Now, Proverbs tells us a lot. It's a book of wisdom, and we all need wisdom. This is what Proverbs says. Proverbs 13. Let's start there. Verse number four. The soul of the sluggard craves and gets nothing, while the soul of the diligent is richly supplied. When a person is lazy in how they think, they're lazy in how they live, because as a man thinks, that is how he's going to live. That is how he or she will become. So if you're lazy in trying to get help, you're going to get nothing because nothing from nothing leaves nothing, right? If you get nothing, you have nothing and you're going to become. Okay, I'll let you fill in the blank. Here's another Proverbs in chapter 18, the book of Proverbs, verse 15. And Intelligent heart acquires knowledge and the ear of the wise seek knowledge. I don't know about you. Once I heard the truth, it went to my ear. I said, wow, I can change. I'm no longer going to be an angry man because I was an angry teenager. The ear of the wise seeks knowledge. My ears are open to better. Let me say it one more time. My ears are open to getting better. What about your ears? So as you seek knowledge, you're going to get knowledge. And once you get the right knowledge that will help you to get better, it's important for you to apply it. Because at some point in your life, listen to me good, you must stop blaming other people. You must stop blaming your parents, blaming your spouse, blaming your neighbor, blaming your coworker. You have to make a choice to take responsibility for your own action. The Bible tells us in Matthew chapter 7, Ask and it shall be given to you. Seek and you will find. Knock and it will be open to you. For everyone who asks receives and the one who seeks finds. And to the one who knocks, it will be open. My last principle for you today about the importance of parents understanding ACEs and making the necessary adjustments. Here we are. Proverbs chapter 19. I believe it's verse number 20. Listen to advice and accept instruction that you may gain wisdom in the future.
Thank you for listening to Thinking Into Success. Now, if you enjoyed this podcast, you can subscribe, share it with your friends, click the like and follow button, take a screenshot and share it on your social stories. I look forward to you being with us on the next episode. Until next time.